0: To look like this, and in my case, I look like a trash bag today. You don't look like a trash bag. I put a bra on. See, yeah, one step up from a, a trash bag. Yeah, 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 yeah. i a, a trash bag whose boobs are being held. Trash can. That's a yeah. that's a carefully curated home decor piece. I was gonna say it is the trash can
1: in the bathroom that I like the least, but is still above. The trash can itself that we Mm -hmm. throw trash in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. See, you're fine. It says, let's
0: talk trash, (laughs) which
1: feels very appropriate.
0: (laughs) Okay, guys, (laughs) welcome back to Funky Spunk. We are so excited to be back and we're sorry that we left you without a dope beat to step to.
1: (laughs) Turns out when life starts to return to normal... Uh, we have to be more mindful of our time because
0: we don't have any. That's very nice of you to say, but let's real talk for a second. Zam Jam over here. Uh-huh, uh, dumb Dumb over there. Her computer just shit the bed. And all of the podcasts that we had recorded were, were corrupted and we can't. So there's a little blip. There's a little blip in our timeline and you're not going to get those back. But here's what you missed. I was exceptionally funny. Oh, you're so good. Any arguments we had? Two, mm, one. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Miranda and Steve broke up. <gasps> right. <laughs> <laughs> and we got new podcast equipment that comes with sound effects. On that note, <laughs> 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 we have fancy new podcast equipment, and my computer is all fixed. So we are back, baby.
1: I do want to asterisk the idea of Zim's computer being fixed. Because I don't believe it, I think it is currently functioning.
0: Believe it, it's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, this episode we're going to talk about some lazy ovaries. Uh, we're going to talk about some some rotating hair crops. Gross. <laughs> and we're going to talk about some table panties. Been there. Intrigued. <laughs> Stay tuned welcome to our podcast where we discuss sex in the city episode by episode except for those last two yeah kind
1: of um we are exploring the story we are exploring how the story shaped our understanding of being a modern woman what sexuality can be and all those other naughty bits i'm zimmy your cultural sex guide and i am Britt, your co-host who has forgotten what she does on this podcast (laughs) And this
0: is Funky Spunk. <laughs> Let's do it to it, honey. Okay, Brit. We open up in a pretty vulnerable uh, situation.
1: Yeah. Miranda's legs are spread and it's not cute.
0: Nobody likes going to the gynecologist.
1: No, I just had to go for the first time in a
0: long time and I didn't love it. Yeah, it's not comfortable for anyone. Uh-uh. She also has to mention that she's broken up with someone, so she doesn't want to be on the pill anymore. And then she hears that she has a lazy ovary. Bad bedside manner from that guy, though. No. I mean, I think it was fine. I liked Miranda's uh, response, though. Could it just possibly be on strike? Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
1: I do want to say that I think it's surprising especially at this time and maybe it's not surprising because it's at this time Um, but Miranda is going off birth control because she's no longer seriously seeing Steve Mm -hmm. but we know these women to somewhat be promiscuous right like Mm -hmm. they're alive in their sex lives usually Mm -hmm. except for the drought but That to me indicates she should stay on the birth control. So for me, this was a weird moment. Like, I just assume I'm going to be on birth control until I'm not birthing things anymore.
0: Yeah, it was a weird uh, moment for me, too. Actually, I was like, oh, is it good to like go on and off of it? Right. Is that like a thing that happens? But I'm not a doctor. I don't know shit about shit. So,
1: No, I don't know what a lazy ovary is either.
0: You know what? I probably should have looked that up. Oh, but <laughs> she—they kind of give a description. Like only one of her ovaries is is works, once, shooting out once eggs every other month. Yeah, which seems awfully precise. Well, because one month the egg comes out of one side, and the next month it comes out of the other side. So oh, if you have shit. a lazy eye, ovary, only one's working, and it's every other month. Oh. There's a little the human, health class for you. Do I know how the human body works? Look at all the all of the the good stuff we're bringing you already. And we're just a couple months in. You guys missed us, didn't you? Wow. All right. So Miranda's talking about this at the round table. We'll get the round table pretty early in the episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she talks about how she's a, a, biologically un, a biological underachiever, I which I loved.
1: Ironically, though, this ovary went to Harvard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charlotte jumps in with her tilted uterus, which they make fun of her for the rest of, of the, the episode, which I like. I like poking fun at Charlotte because she just takes everything so personal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's uh, she's dealing not only dealing with this lazy ovary, but she's dealing with a breakup and that sucks.
1: Yeah. It's more of an extra gut punch after recognizing that you were in a relationship with somebody you liked for the first time and Lord knows how long and now you're not and now here is life being like bitch you getting old Mm -hmm. no babies you want babies you better have had babies five years ago as if it were the 1950s
0: in fact she goes on a date with somebody that she normally wouldn't because she feels like her her time is running out yes and that date
1: so bad so bad
0: she just keeps staring at his hair plugs uh
1: I don't I didn't think hair plugs were real but I follow this um makeup influencer Manny M-U-A which stands for makeup artist but I always just thought his name was Manny Mua so (laughs) um I'm not coming off smart in this episode (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, this is good. But I know hair there hair are plugs. at least three other people listening to this going right now going, oh. I hope so.
1: Because <laughs> it blew my mind. I just thought he was Manny Mua, which kind of works, right? Like Manny Mua. Yeah. No. That's a great
0: username. Right? Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Thank you. Anyway.
0: Um, <laughs> and DJ name. He
1: has a, uh he has hair plugs. And I, you can't tell. They don't look anything like this dude's hair plugs.
0: They're definitely real. Not. Not real, but they're a real thing. People get them. Why don't people get them more? Uh, Do you think that there's a bald epidemic out there? (laughs) I
1: think that there are men in my life who have expressed concern over their balding. Mm -hmm. So like, I don't know. I'm about to spray some Botox into my forehead. Should they get a plug? Are you getting Botox? Well, no, but TikTok makes me think I need it. You don't need Botox. (laughs) It's preventative, okay. Brit, Which I thought was a stop sales pitch watching from the Botox the people, but now the Tiki-Takis people have convinced me it's not a sales pitch. Stop it!
0: You're beautiful and you don't <laughs> need Botox.
1: It's preventative, okay. This
0: unbelievable way. Off okay, I think that men don't get uh, hair plugs because you can tell that they're hair plugs for a very long time. It takes a while for them to fill in. Oh, yeah. Is that why he just kind of looked like he spray painted his head? Exactly. That's what they look like for a long time. It doesn't, it's not just like natural hair all of a sudden. Mm. Yeah. So she's on the date and he, she kind of feels like she can let her walls down because he's got these hair plugs and he was very open about it. And Mm -hmm. he was like, no, ask me questions. It's cool. Right. Which is great. Yep. That's great. So she goes into what she's going through (laughs) and this dick jumps in with Maybe women in their fifties shouldn't be having babies. Maybe science has gone too far. The natural
1: way, like (laughs) I don't even want kids and I want to hit this dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, she handles it great (laughs) and she continues eating her lamb. Like some people will just leave at that point. She's like, no, no, I'm eating my fucking dinner.
1: (laughs) I was expecting her to stand up and walk out and I respect that he is going to pay for that meal, she is going to finish eating in silence.
0: Yeah. Now, granted, that's a that's a weird conversation to have on a first date. The I'm thinking about freezing my eggs. So I actually thought that it was he was immediately going to go. Why
1: are you bringing this up? This is our first date. Like that's what I thought his reaction. Sure. Was yeah. Yeah, be. yeah. But So, no. to move into this morality of the ethics of
0: science and baby making. Yeah. Have you um, ever seen that stand up with Eliza? Schlesinger, no. Schlesinger, I can't ever pronounce her name. She's fucking hilarious, and uh, she's on TikTok. You oh. can uh, follow her TikToks. Uh, she talks about how if women like we don't talk about that with you know we're on a first date we first met people and mm-hmm. we don't talk about that. And then she was like, "Let me clue you in. Just because they say they want to have babies doesn't mean they want to have babies with you." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost
1: almost always it's actually not with you. Yeah, especially on a first date. Yeah, that's how dating works, bro. You're not gonna last that long. Already
0: we have a balding problem. So <laughs> I mean that's one check. Yeah. Genetics. Nope. Nope. Uh yeah, so let's she's dealing with that. Uh let's move on to Carrie. Carrie is still dating big. Her hair looks great in this episode. How's I love it? her. I love her straight hair. I love her straight hair. I love her like. Yeah, like her flowy yellow skirt with the cropped or the halter top. She is definitely
1: going for like a Coachella boho vibe before that existed, Mm -hmm. which I think we would just call the
0: 70s. (laughs) I loved everything about it. She, I think
1: she looked constantly messy, but her abs look spectacular.
0: It's because you don't like boho or messiness, which is probably why you look at me all the time and you're like, Zim. Is not funny. what is your vibe?
1: She is currently dressed like Avril Lavigne in the winter.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. You are. I was. I was singing "Skater Boy" earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Busted. Um, yeah. So she has. She's like carrying. They're at the co- the coffee shop, and she goes to pay the bill, and she accidentally grabs panties and puts them on the table. Because she's lugging all this stuff around, mm-hmm. walking around like a Manhattan hooker with like her, her makeup remover and her change of outfit and her panties. And I've, her travel blow dryer. This is what happens when you just start meeting somebody oh, and yeah. you can't leave stuff over at their house. Oh yeah.
1: There have been many fights about that bag specifically. Yeah. Fortunately in Denver, we don't walk everywhere and I typically have the fortune to go home and get the overnight bag, not have to lug it with
0: me throughout the day. I was walking back and forth with mine because we lived on opposite sides of the park. No. So, I mean, I have to walk across the park and that's not that much of big. That's not that big of a deal, but still I'm like lugging it back and forth. Also, but
1: still it's always us that does the lugging.
0: I know. Always. Well, we have more stuff. I one time was went to go pick up coffee after leaving Uh, my current partner's apartment oh. this is like pretty early on in our dating and I went to go pay for the coffee oh no and my underwear came <gasps> out with my credit card and I like put it on the <gasps> counter in front of me <laughs> it was not my friend on the other end so it was a little different story oh yep we were we were both mortified oh <laughs> mortified you never returned to that coffee shop i never went back to that coffee shop ever again i at my last office
1: um i used to use a backpack to carry my laptop and work stuff in and i once was digging through my backpack looking for like a cord or something like that and as i'm at my desk digging through it in an open concept office i finally grab it and i pull it out and i start to walk away with it and i drag my bra behind (laughs) me because i was wearing a white shirt so i had to pack a nude bra and the black bra got dragged across the office mm-hmm.
0: you know what though i feel like i feel like that barista should have looked at me like i feel you yeah i've been there
1: uh, my coworker that found it was like Bret! i see what you're doing here put that away now <laughs> thank god she saw it
0: oh actually i want to hear from you guys has anyone has this happened to anybody?
1: Oh my god! Yeah, please. Come on, let's stand stories. together
0: in solidarity here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, she decides that she's going to start slowly but surely leaving things at Big Big's house, leaving start, things at Big's house.
1: Starting with her travel blow dryer, mm-hmm. some tampons, mm-hmm. tampons, tampons, and makeup remover. To me, should like if you're dating a woman who has a period
0: and wears makeup. Should be a no-brainer. It took me so long to leave tampons. Oh. So long. I mean. Longer than it should have.
1: It probably took me a long
0: time, but I
1: think also we're used to like carrying tampons with us. Mm -hmm. Like that's a. Right. Pretty common thing. Yeah. But I do remember when, I do remember the first time that I started at his house without anything and had to go to the grocery store and was like, these live here now. Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs>
0: You're a little more direct than Carrie is, though. <laughs>
1: yes, yes. Which is why she drives me crazy at points. Anyway, she leaves them behind.
0: And then he brings them all back to her in a bag. <laughs> Big. Get a clue. <laughs> yeah, Carrie didn't win this one.
1: I, honest, How'd that not end up in a fight? I have had so many fights over
0: this topic. Because she doesn't want to rock the boat. <sighs> She's a scared little puppy and she doesn't want to rock the boat.
1: This relationship is not healthy.
0: No, absolutely not. If anyone's been paying attention, this is not <laughs> how a relationship should work. No. Um, but she is talking about it with the girls that she's like left things at the house, including the number two. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of you. <laughs> Poco's. goes, Will Zimmy be able to talk about this? I can talk about it in an appropriate... This is an appropriate time to talk about it. At when the, was the first time you left it, At too? the dinner table <laughs> with people next to us is not the appropriate time to talk about it, Brit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're talking about it, and then Samantha sees her ex. Yes. He sends her a drink. Dominique
1: Water. Del Monaco. Yes. Very beautiful name. hmm Yeah. Sends her a drink. Her breath is literally taken away. And the girls, we hear Carrie's voiceover say, it is the one person she has loved. Yeah. That he broke her heart. hmm Took Samantha a year to get over him.
0: And Samantha has decided that she has evolved past him. hmm And this is fine. She can handle it. She can like get a revenge dump on him.
1: Right. She learns that the woman he left her for that he then married, uh, they're getting a divorce. She's taking him for everything he's got. And Samantha creates this plan to go out with him with the intent of wearing the most spectacular dress, Mm. which was spectacular. So good. Yeah. She looked fantastic. He comments on that the whole dinner, uh, with the intent to be like, sorry, sucker. And But it doesn't work out that way. No. But then I do. So Carrie's like, you did this wrong because she of course sleeps with him. Mm. And she's like, Well, that I've gotten better at sex. He needs to know that. And (laughs) this I was seems like like she was just justifying things. No. Sound logic to me. That one I was
0: like, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He needs to know what he's missing now that you've like leveled up, right? Like Sure. But she continues to go out with him. And then gets her heart broken again.
1: Because of course They wake up spooning, which so do Carrie and Big in this episode. And maybe these are the moments that set people who enjoy cuddling like me up for unrealistic expectations. Mm. Turns out, if you're spooning, I've never been with a dude that could handle his arm being under my head for longer than like four minutes before he says, I'm falling asleep. And they say, sleep this way? (laughs) No. Now, anyway, they're spooning, they're cuddling. And he says, I'm going to miss you. And she goes, oh, where are you going? And he says,
0: he and the bitch are trying again. Yep. She gets her heart broken again. Oh, and she's mad. Which is the perfect segue for getting dirty.
1: Should we talk about Charlotte dating the gay straight man? The straight gay man? Charlotte finds herself accidentally going on dates with a man that she thought was gay, but turns out. To just be a gay straight man.
0: I mean, stereotypically in the show. And I know they did this on purpose. Sure. He does come across. So gay.
1: As gay. Like very stereotypical. A pastry chef in Chelsea. Referencing Martha Stewart's taking her to a play. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, she decides to, we see Stanford, our favorite character for a brief moment. Um, and she decides to give it a shot. Has great sex. Mm-hmm. And then the scene with the mouse. We see Charlotte's classic need for a very traditional male-female role. Because he jumps on a chair and kicks the mouse at her.
0: Right. Which is supposed to be like feminine. They're like, they're trying to yeah. figure out like what is masculine and what is feminine. Which is, it's, I mean, this is tired, right? I'm, yeah. I'm bored with this. Mm-hmm. So... Another one bites the dust in Charlotte's love life. Yeah.
1: She doesn't get the dream kitchen or the fancy tarts. Dude, the fancy tarts. I mean, I am dating a chef and I did gain a lot of weight with that, but it was worth it.
0: Okay. So the guy who plays him Mm. was in a movie that I was obsessed with when I was younger. And he was like the the castaway of the family. He's decided to like go out on his own. And I wish I knew the name of the movie. In fact, this will be on fact check, but I had such a huge crush on him and I'm going to be honest. I think he looks exactly the same. Oh, so So I was into this. I was like, you should probably marry him.
1: Uh huh. Yeah. (laughs) He has all of Charlotte's.
0: Also, is he still available? Can I, does he have an Instagram? Can I, can I just slip into those DMS quick? (laughs)
1: Let's make a decision to move on.
0: Let's make a decision to move on. We're moving on to getting dirty. And, uh, for people who have been listening to this show, traditionally, we will debate either side of the topic, and we give each other a minute, and we ask each other questions, and it's all very combative. However, this one, Britt and cute. I- hmm? And cute. And cute. Especially when I win. I mean, they're all on Instagram, people. You can go back and see who wins these. But I, <laughs> we decided that we don't really even know where we stand on this issue, so we kind of wanted to- Uh, talk it out and see organically where it lands. And at the end, we do want to hear from you. We want to know what you think. The question, (sighs) I know, can we evolve past our exes?
1: Let's do this.
0: Let's do this. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm just kidding.
1: All right. (laughs) So I'm a verbal processor. My immediate thought is no. No then my immediate thought is yes. And then I go back to no. And then I go back to yes. And
0: I don't know where I stand on this. Okay. This is going to be a long one. Everyone, strap in. <laughs> <laughs> but for
1: real, I think about, we
0: only have eight hours of recording time left on this. So <laughs>
1: I think about the one person that this would essentially qualify for. At first, I truly believed that we could stay friends. And I believe a lot of people can stay friends. Um, and now that I look back on these addition these relationships, whether it was like the big one or the people I've dated in between, what have you, I don't know if I believe that any longer. And I think the staying friends is kind of the central argument to whether or not you can evolve past this.
0: Okay, sure. I'm I'm curious because you said you immediately thought of somebody.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have someone?
0: Yes. I immediately thought of someone too, which begs the question, like have they really left your head space and in that, in that zone? No, I think that they will
1: forever be that person. So I, I, I think I lean that you cannot evolve past the person, but then I relate to Samantha so much because God damn, I love a good revenge moment. And I have definitely gotten better at sex. And would kind of like to prove that <laughs> despite the fact that I'd also kind of like to never see him again. I think Bo would disapprove. Yeah. <laughs> I just I want to prove that. that I've
0: evolved. <laughs> it means nothing.
1: It literally only means <laughs> that my revenge is sweet.
0: Okay. But what about people who stay friends afterwards or our friends a little bit like there's a a time gap and then they become friends afterwards. Do you think that they are actually friends or do you think that that person still holds on to a little piece of them?
1: I think the little piece of them in those cases has evolved into friendship, right? Like I know a lot of people who have at least been able to keep a casual friendship or like a, we're all hanging out as homies type friendship. Um, that doesn't always dissolve into this like late night, everybody's drunk and you have to go home with each other kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's possible, but what takes you to that point? Because you could argue, I could argue, I really like my person. I have no intention of finding a different person. Mm -hmm. Therefore that should mean I've evolved past my ex. But then look at me. Catty fucking bitch being like, revenge is sweet. Right, but you're still thinking about
0: them. Right? I I would argue that you can become friends because you find a different way to com- communicate with each other and you find other ways to enjoy yourselves that doesn't involve sex. Mm-hmm. But I think once you've loved somebody, you're always going to love them. And because you've loved them one way, you might like feel a taste of that at some point. So I think, I think in a sense you can evolve like any relationships, any relationship evolves, but I don't know if you can fully evolve with like no emotion, which is what I think Samantha was hoping to do. Right.
1: Because I think there's also a grief component to this. And Mm -hmm. I think what stops me from evolving from this particular and tell me if you feel this, um, but you create this level of intimacy with family members, with friends, with you create this life, you create this whole momentum of a universe that functions because the two of you are functioning in it together. Mm -hmm. And when you break up, inevitably, there's got to be some kind of grief about that, right? Like whether or not the breakup is super justified, in my case, it was, but I lost so much with it. That it's the death so much of a relationship
0: in a community. Mm-hmm. And I
1: think, like, the grief and bitterness there means I probably can't. I think I'm on the you can't evolve.
0: Yeah. Now, yeah, so in Samantha's case, in particular, where he broke her heart, like, they mm-hmm. loved each other. Mm-hmm. I, I, you can't fully evolve, maybe. Mm-hmm. I would argue that you can evolve your relationship. You can't, like, but you can't fully uh, put, check your emotions at the door yeah with somebody that you dated for like a few months sure and he was a dick or even like a year or so check re- him yeah yeah you are dead to me and mm-hmm. I, I I don't care what you do have you evolved past
1: past, past person you're thinking of
0: oh I uh, I think it's the same thing that I I'm talking about like it evolves into something different but I, I, I honestly just don't think that it's just not, maybe maybe it's just me. I And we wanna hear your thoughts on this too. Because the way that we interact with our relationships and the way that we love people is mm-hmm. gonna be different from how you love people. Absolutely. Because I've loved this person, I don't think I can ever like check my emotions at the door with this person, nor would I want to. Right. But I think it has evolved into something oh, else. I
1: want to, I've evolved to the point that I want to but I'm dramatic and petty.
0: <laughs> and it's really, it's, uh, it has like opened up this entire other community of people, which has been like really wonderful. So the evolving part has been really fulfilling. Mm. But again, I'm never going to be able to check my emotions at the door with that. Mm. I mean, maybe unless they murdered somebody <laughs> or like kicked puppies. Uh, our- yes, I equate the two. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, I think what I'm hearing is that we both have agreed that you can't necessarily evolve from that one X. Yeah, but
0: some X's.
1: But some X's. Yeah. Okay. Check them. What do you think?
0: Do you all agree with us? Yeah. Tell us. Agree with us. Tell us on Instagram or send a voice note. We're going to take a quick break and then we will be right back.
1: We love pretty things. Do you? I bet you do. Our newest sponsor is Reverie Floral, a custom floral and design shop located in Denver, Colorado. The shop focuses on large events and weddings and rad floral installments. Reverie's a big fan of us. We're a big fan of you. So obviously this is a match made in flower filled heaven. Check them out at reveriefloral.com or on their Insta at reverie underscore floral and revel in the pretty with us. Steno, Denver. You heard us talk about it. Uh, They are one of our major sponsors, but I want to take a moment to tell you why we actually are here. Because we love it. It's the coffee. It is truly the coffee. I show up every day for the coffee.
0: Yeah, we've been all stuck at home. We get to come here every day. It's super clean and safe and... It's a nice way
1: to get out of your house while still being productive. Uh, I get to interact with people in a way that I haven't interacted with people in so long. Right. Get some, get some stuff done. He's got a keg. Yeah. I like drinking and I like coffee.
0: If you guys are looking for a co-working space, check out Steno Denver and our listeners get two free weeks of Which co-working.
1: It's pretty dope because you would be co-working with Zimmy and I. With us you guys want to be our best friends you want to be best friends
0: please we can be best friends all right check steno denver out at stenodenver.com. and use the promo code funky spunk yeah and we are back
1: uh-oh <laughs> I haven't set what? myself up to be the smartest in this episode.
0: We haven't done this in so long. I thought you'd be excited.
1: Well, I was excited until I realized how
0: dumb I've been twice already on this you episode. You have not been dumb. Plus, this What's is an fun ovary? because we... Le- <laughs> What's an ovary? <laughs> okay, that was pretty dumb. Uh, no, this is meant to... It's not meant for you to get them all right. It's meant for all of us to learn something. Right, to become sex experts. Right, and you've all learned so something already. So that one
1: day if I get my revenge. I am the sexpert of it. Yes, mm-hmm.
0: sure. <laughs> okay, so sexpert, we are going to ask a series of questions. I'm going to ask Britt a series of three questions, see if she can get them right. And uh, we're not keeping track of it. It's no. just in, turns out going into the ether. did a bad job about that and can't repeat that. I did a what
1: bad job about keeping track. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. Because you were like, I'm pretty sure
0: you're super, f- or maybe you just manipulated me. But I did have a a spreadsheet on Google Docs that you could have looked at at any point in time. It was, it was beautiful and calculated, had numbers and things. Spreadsheet, <laughs> Brit. I made a fucking spreadsheet. <laughs> I kind of actually feel like I don't want to look at it. Well, I deleted it because we're not keeping track anymore, because you don't want to keep track of the winner anymore. Question one. Anyway, this has to do with IVF.
1: Oh, IVF.
0: IVF. Okay. Uh, as in like fertility. freezing your eggs. Yeah. Not bells. So, in what year? And I'll, I'll, I'm gonna give you a little grace on this. If you mm-hmm. can guess the year within five years, okay, you can get this. When was the first test tube baby born
1: oh i think it was 91 or 92
0: final answer yeah <laughs> <laughs> if i win i want the birds it was 1978 no way mm-hmm. i was dolly the clone sheep 91 or 92 i don't know I, I that sounds about right but that's a clone. This is an IVF. This is a... Well, think
1: both are still like stem cell research things. Okay. Right?
0: Okay.
1: I don't know. I don't but know what an ovary is.
0: IVF is when an egg and a sperm are actually like.
1: No, I thought you're IVF was born. The, yeah, but I thought that like one of them wasn't a real one because.
0: No, IVF is is you freeze your eggs, or. Yeah, you freeze your eggs or you get sperm from a donor. So it's a it's a part of you. Well, yeah, but
1: I thought that because one of you isn't working, there has to be science plugged into the part of you that isn't working, and then you get squirted into you to build a baby.
0: Okay. Remember at the beginning of this when you said you haven't set yourself up to be super smart? <laughs> and I defended you. Tried Question to lift two. you up. <laughs> Okay. (laughs) Question number two. Uh, The Chelsea neighborhood Mm -hmm. in New York City, Mm -hmm. which is where Charlotte's...
1: Gay straight man.
0: Yeah, is from, uh, is home to an iconic rail line called the High Line. It used to carry goods back and forth through the city. What is it today is the question, and then bonus points for naming the last load of goods it carried before it shut down. Do people know this answer? When Once you see pictures of it, you're going to be like, ah, shit. I mean, is it a subway?
1: Is that a logical
0: answer? Do you want to workshop in a little bit, or do you want subway to be your final answer?
1: Well, it sounds like it's not a subway.
0: Okay, Subway. Uh, do you <laughs> want to guess on uh, what it was carrying the last time it operated? Alcohol. Okay. That's incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going have too much fun with this soundboard. <laughs> <laughs> the High Line is uh, now a park. It's a lifted up rail line. Well, as soon as I show you pictures, you're going to be like, Ugh, I know I've seen that. Uh, The last load it was carrying before it shut down, frozen turkeys.
1: Gobble, gobble. (laughs) (laughs) Who
0: would know that? Alcohol was a good guess. It was a good guess. Yeah, it was a good guess. Okay, and the third and final.
1: I hope I get to hear some birds.
0: How much did the largest tart in the world weigh? Ooh, tart's heavy. This is also in reference to Charlotte's
1: pastry straight gay straight man. Sure. So the first thing that came into my head is 32 pounds. Okay. But that feels a little light actually. Like, cause I assume this is like a Guinness world record tart, uh, but also how much more could you, a crust hold before
0: it's a pie, <laughs> <laughs> before the
1: crust doesn't exist anymore in the fruit. Slash tartness of it just like went bleh.
0: Yeah. I'm sticking with 32 pounds. 32 pounds. Mm. Okay. So, real talk. I know what it is in kilograms or. Oh, Come no, on. I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. Hold on. Math, math, math. Hold, please.
1: You are literally holding a calculator and a Google.
0: Oh, yeah. Hold on. No, no, I can do this. Okay. The largest tart in the world weighed. Forty eight hundred pounds what? And nine ounces. Oh my god! Forty hope- eight hundred. Let me. Now I'm gonna check that.
1: I almost said forty eight as my increase to thirty two, but it still was just gonna be forty two. No more zeros.
0: Nice mathing. That was not me. I mean, that was a calculator. I mean, I, I, I guess I did the initial. Thank uh-huh. you. Thank you for that yeah. compliment. Uh, so zero out of three, but we learned something, didn't we?
1: I forgot what the first question was.
0: Oh Christ. All right. Well, thanks for joining (laughs) us guys. We want to hear your stories about certain, um, when did you leave your undergarments
1: out? Yeah. When did you, when did you
0: accidentally, uh, hand your undergarments over to somebody else? And we want to hear what you thought about the getting dirty. Can you evolve past your exes right in call in? Go on our Instagram. We want to hear your stories. And um, maybe we'll even share them here on the podcast. We're so excited to be back. Thank you guys for hanging in there during our technical difficulties. Sure hope you're back. Yeah. Uh, Funky Spunk Season 2 is brought to you by A Vague Idea Podcast Network and produced by Trashbag Media. It's recorded right here at Steno Denver. A special thanks goes out to our... uh, our podcast father, Nate Regolia, Rex Roberts, Bo Hughes, Defenestrate, and the wonderful people at our local liquor store that always sell us booze with a smile. If you have questions for the show, you can follow us on Instagram, Funky Spunk Podcast. That's also where we post all of our fact checks and our um, trivia and things. Or you can email us at funkyspunkpod at gmail.com. And we will see you next week. We think. For <laughs> Bye.